So this morning we are beginning a new series, uh, working through the covenant affirmations. Working through the covenant affirmations, talking about who we are as covenanters, of where the church, the covenant church even comes from in our roots and our history. And so we're going to try something a little bit different. Um, the, the covenant, the denomination has made a, uh, a study for this, and so they've also put videos to go to help explain. And so this morning we're going to hear from Dr. Stephen Graham, who is formerly the dean of students uh, at North Park Theological Seminary, a covenanter by choice. Uh, came from a different denomination when he was younger. And uh, he's going to explain some of what we mean by the common affirmations of what we believe as covenanters. So I've been thinking some this last week if we've been talking about or if I've been reflecting on who we are as covenanters and these common affirmations. And one of the things that I'm realizing or that I realized as I was watching this and I'm studying God's word and studying, thinking about who we are as covenanters is that Two things that I appreciated as I heard in this, this video. One is that we, is the breadth of the covenant church. And the ways that we love other Christians, we are respectful of other Christians, even if maybe have differences and, and minor details, but around the world and throughout time. As Dr. Stephen talked about it, that we, we respect and we honor those uh, brothers and sisters who've gone before us, uh, even decades, even centuries before us that we, there's this breadth to the covenant church. But also there's this depth, as I realized, as I started looking at who we are as apostolic church, which refers to scripture, that we follow the testimony of the apostles through the New Testament, that we are, and I saw how the Reformation, how it, it focused on a scripture, and also to the evangelical movement, how it's focused on scripture as well. So all these things that we, uh, scripture keeps, it keeps coming back to scripture as the root of who we are as covenanters. And I was thinking about this week, and I was wondering how many of you maybe have questions about what does it mean to be a covenant? Where does the covenant church come from? What are our roots? As covenanters, how do we relate to other people who are of a different denomination, whether they're Anglican or Catholic? How do we relate to them? And so as I was thinking about this, I was uh, thinking about one text that, that sums together everything that we were just watching. And there's a few passages there, and there's lots of different things, uh, lots of different scripture references. But the one, I don't know if you caught it, it was a real gentle allusion to Hebrews 12, uh, when uh, Dr. Graham said that talked about a cloud of witnesses. So if you would, open up your Bibles to Hebrews 12. Or it's also on this white sheet here as well, on the back of, a, of your bulletin. So the writer of Hebrews says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for, marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. As I've mentioned already, I was struck and impressed as I watched this, as I studied and as I was preparing for this morning about the breadth and the depth of the covenant church. And by breadth, as, I, as he talked about there, uh, Dr. Graham talked some, he referred to Psalm 119 as, Lord, I am a friend of all who fear thee and all who keep your ways. Uh, Psalm 119, verse 63. That has been a guiding uh, sentiment, a guiding text for covenanters from the beginning. The covenant church began as a mission movement of Swedes who came over to North America and were beginning to gather, as they had done in Sweden, to talk about mission, to form mission societies. 
And, and they, they found as they'd gather for mission that they had some Swedes who'd come, but then they'd also have other people who would come from different denominations, different parts of Europe. And they began to realize that, you know, even though we have subtle differences, maybe we have differences in language or our accent is different, we still love the Lord Jesus Christ and we still desire to see his good news go out. So let's focus on that. And so that brought together this, this, um, this deep um, commitment to the breadth of the Christian church. And it's interesting because as on Wednesdays, Walter and I, we gather together here to pray Wednesday mornings, to pray for our church and for this world. And more, and there's been a few times where he and I have been talking about our brothers and sisters in other parts of the world, uh, particularly right now, our brothers and sisters in the Middle East. And we've talked some about how, you know, there might be theological things, theological differences or different positions they hold or different ways they think about certain things. Um, but then when we start realizing the faith, that they are willing to die for their faith, that they, are, that they would still rather die than denounce Jesus, that we have a newfound respect for our brothers and sisters, even who maybe on a theological issue we may have a difference, but yet they still love the Lord Jesus Christ. They are still our brothers and sisters. And so I've been thinking some about the breadth of who we are as covenanters, but also I see it happening right here in our congregation. And I was thinking about it this week. Who here was born and raised in a covenant church? <laughs> yeah, Cheryl and, and Sarah, right, and Nick? Very few. Most of us, who here has been born and raised in like a Baptist church? Or a United church? Or an Anglican or a Catholic church? Right. We come from all over. How many of you here were not raised in any church at all? Right. And we come from all these different traditions. And we gather here in the covenant under this roof, worshiping the same Lord and Jesus, even though maybe we have different ideas about certain theological things. Maybe it's baptism or women in ministry or maybe we have different ideas about end times and what the Lord, what his return looks like or different conversations. And maybe we disagree, but we continue to have uh, helpful conversations about things. We continue to gather together and to love one another, even though we don't see everything exactly the same. This is part of what it means to be a covenanter. And this is as I was realizing the breadth of the covenant church as I was uh, watching this, this week, this video. But I also this week realizing too is not only the breadth of the covenant church, but also the depth of the covenant church. And I was realizing that of the four, so the, the, the four, there's apostolic, we are a Catholic church, we are a Reformation church, and we are an evangelical church. And the Catholic church really gets at the breadth that we, all who love the Lord Jesus Christ, all who proclaim that he is the Son of God, all who proclaim even the, the old creeds of like what we say at uh, communion, we believe in the Father, uh, the creator of heaven and earth, and in the Lord Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son. Whoever can claim those things, we, we um, value them as brothers and sisters in Christ. But then there's also the other three parts. There's the apostolic, the reformation, and the evangelical. And as I was thinking about all those key parts of each one of those, of each one of those uh, affirmations is the, is the reference or the root in Scripture. To say that we are an apostolic church is really saying that we believe in the teachings of the apostles and the things that we have recorded from them, like the Gospels and the letters of Paul and the letters of Peter, the letter of James, we believe in these as from the apostles. These are the things that they received directly from Jesus. So we believe in Scripture. 
And that falls right through with, with the Reformation, their emphasis on Scripture over tradition, and the evangelical movement on its emphasis of Scripture. Scripture is central to who we are. And so next week, it's no surprise that our first covenant affirmation we'll be talking about is the Word of God, is Scripture, and how we as covenanters view that. So some of you might be asking, so why is it important to talk about these things on Sunday? Why is it important to talk about these covenant affirmations? Well, part of it is, is understanding who we are, our identity, our collective identity as covenanters, and the breadth that we share, how welcoming, how, how grateful we are for our brothers and sisters all over the world, even though we may not agree on every little thing. But also we realize the depth of who we are, that the covenant movement didn't just pop up a few years ago that our roots go all the way back to Jesus. But there's also something important, and it happens here in Hebrews. <clears throat> if you look at this again in Hebrews 12, it says, Therefore we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, that we are not in this alone. Dr. Graham got at that. That the issue might be new, or some of them might have a different twist on them, but we are not alone in this. The church has been wrestling with many of these things since its beginning. So he says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. Let us run with perseverance the race for us. So knowing who we, whose shoulders we stand on, the saints who have gone before us, the saints who are with us even halfway around the world, let us run with perseverance. And then this is the part I wanted to get to. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So let us remember this history, these roots, this heritage that we have. Let us remember it in order that it would move us closer to Jesus, that it would help us keep our eyes on him. That we look at our brothers and sisters who have gone before us even centuries, even millennia before us, that we would rely on them, that they would encourage us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. That all these things, as it says here at the very last, so that we would run and that we would not grow weary or not lose heart. Amen.